Welcome to the PubCast, your inside look at electronic publishing. From ebooks to websites to podcasts and more, join us as we interview the professionals on the cutting edge of publishing. Hey everyone, I'm Jackie and I'm your host for this episode of the PubCast. I'm really excited to introduce you to my friend Verity. Um, she lives over in the UK and she works in an electronic publishing position at a music festival company. She and I met when we briefly worked together on the same website back in 2015. And then in 2016, we launched our own website. So we're obviously really close, um, but I got to know a lot more about her and her day job through this interview and how she spends the other eight hours of her day when she's not working with me. So yeah, I hope you enjoy it. All right. So can you tell us what your official job title is and what company you work for? I currently work for Festival Republic, which is part of Live Nation Entertainment, and my official job title is Web Content Coordinator. And for those who may not know, especially here in America, can you describe to us what Festival Republic actually does? It is a festival promotions company, so we own loads of big music festivals in the UK and Europe. And then we basically market them and sell tickets and run them. Yeah, do everything for them. Okay. And then what do you do specifically? I do all of the web content. (laughs) Um, So I like, I look after all of the websites. I'll write all of the news stories that you see on them. Um, I'll look after all of the, I don't know, the website builds. when we have an announcement, we put on sort of like the lineups, we have artist pages, we have posters. I'll look after all of that and make sure user experience is all right. Do I do anything else? Don't think so. What festival specifically do you look after? Um, I look after Reading and Leeds Festival, which is the same people playing the same days, um, a bit like Coachella, but one's in the north of England, one's in the south of England. And that is just like popular music at the moment, rock, indie, grime, which I actually don't know if you have in America, but it's very big here. Um, Wireless Festival, which is in London, which is all urban. And again, grime, rap music. Um, Electric Picnic, which is in Ireland, not far from Dublin, which again is just like popular rock, a mixture of everything really. Um, Download Festival, which is in (laughs) the North, um, which is heavy metal, rock, um, screamy music. Um, What else do I look after? Um, Latitude, which is sort of, how do I describe it? It's kind of quite middle class festival which is also family orientated which has music and arts and a big kids area um oh community festival which is in london which is in finsbury park the same as wireless which is one day festival and then we also have sort of one day events so like liam gallagher queens of the stone age and their sort of one day events in finsbury park but they also have like two stages and lots of other people on. So they're like a mini one day festival. Uh, And we also work on Isle of Wight, but I don't actually work on that. And Rise Festival, which is actually ours again now. I might work on that. I don't know. Is that all of them? 
Excellent. How did you get into that position? What was your previous experience? And were you, um, did you work under any other titles at Festival Republic? Um, so after school, uh, I went to college and I did music technology. Uh, and I did, what's the word? <laughs> I did a module that was called music industry. And that was sort of learning about the general landscape of the music industry, sort of royalties. Um, management how things work how much people get paid to have their song played on the radio and stuff like that um and I really enjoyed that so then from there I went to uni and I did music management and artist development which was supposed to help me become an artist manager and then throughout uni I did some internships and then I decided I didn't actually want to manage an artist because most of them are really horrible. Um, and it just wasn't the sort of career path I wanted to do. So I did a few internships. I did one at Warner Music, which was all to do with upselling merchandise packages to people. So if you say bought a ticket for your favorite artist we would then say hey buy this one instead because you can get this amazing merchandise bundle and you can meet them and you can do this so I did that for three four months four months and from then on I had some sort of can I swear in this yeah <laughs> <laughs> I had some pretty shitty jobs they were sort of just um I worked for a few startups that basically wanted to be Spotify but obviously didn't get there because Spotify rules digital streaming platforms um and then by chance I saw someone on Twitter who wanted help with another startup um and that was listing sort of um events online to say if people really liked One Direction um, they could sign up to something and it would tell them every time they would be played on the radio, they were on TV, they were doing a show, something like that. So I started to help this guy who I met through Twitter. And then I found out he also had a music blog. Um, and then I started helping out with that. Um, and then eventually he started paying me. Um, and then I stayed there for about two years. And what was your title there? Uh, I was editor at Maximum Pop, it was called. And then I left that company to then go and work for it was another startup called eSolidar, which was basically they did charity auctions and they wanted to have experiences with artists. So say you would bid on something and you would walk on stage with Queen and Adam Lambert or something like that. And it was my job to sort of get the auction packages. So we got things like signed guitars from people. Um, we went backstage at a festival and got artists to paint on a canvas and sign them. And then we'd auction them off. And then I got made redundant from that job. And then I applied for Festival Republic. And that's where I am today. And did you start um, off with a different title? Um, I started as web editor um, and then I was there for a year. Um, and then I got promoted to web content coordinator, which just meant that I was 
I was overseeing more of the technical side. And then I also manage someone else who's in the office who helps with content. Cool. Then can you, um, can you walk us through what a typical day at the office looks like for you? Like when you, you walk in the door in the morning, you sit down, what do you do? Usually I just like start off by checking my emails and make sure that I haven't missed anything. I get emails at like four in the morning. Um, the company I work for, things change very rapidly. So you always have to check your emails. Like I have them on my phone. I'll just skim read them when I wake up. So for example, you might be working towards a date for an announcement and then it'll either be pushed one way or the other. So you need to keep on top of them. So I'll check emails first. Um, and then we work to a web content plan, which other departments have access to. So they'll be sort of waiting on content from me. So I'll just see what I've planned in for like the rest of the week or that day and then start working on that. And then certain days of the week, we'll have weekly meetings. So we'll have weekly web content meetings, which will just be with other members of the team to discuss sort of what went, what worked well, what we're going to do in the coming weeks. And if anyone's got any ideas of anything they want to try out. Other days we'll have like other update meetings from my manager who obviously gets more, she gets told more what's happening. So she just passes down information to us. Um, what else do I do? I don't really have a set thing I do every day because it's so fast paced and things change. Like some days I could just do content for the whole day. Other days I'll be working with sort of the front end developer and the designer saying what I want and walking through stuff with them. Other times when we have announcements, I'll be making sure everything's going to work on the website and all of that is built. Some days I'll be in meetings all day. Um, yeah. <laughs> Does that help? <laughs> yeah. And then what other people and teams do you work with regularly? I think you mentioned some of them, but. Yeah. So I work with, I'll, I'll call them like the, the, the web development team, which is basically Festival Republic's actually quite a small company. The web development team is basically just two guys. So there's a digital designer and then a front end engineer. So I work with both of them quite a lot. And then we have another bank of designers. So if I want, say, say if there's an announcement and I need a specific size poster for the web, I'll put in a request with them and then they'll send it through when it's ready. So I'll have to feed back to them. I work with the PR team quite a lot. Once they've got signed off wording for specific things, then I can use it. Sometimes if we want to do something with an artist, we'll have to go through PR. We also have, so certain festivals have certain sponsors and we can't do, we can't talk about certain brands unless it's sort of approved and gone through PR. Um, I work with just normal marketing that's not digital who help they put on club nights and stuff for our festivals and things like that. I work with ticketing who send through new ticket links that we have to update. And they also send through a lot of terms and conditions that we have to update on the websites. I work with sponsorship. So for example, like Reading and Leeds will be sponsored by a cider 
brand, a vodka brand, um, and other things like that. And they'll be um, promised certain digital rights. So they'll have articles they're promised. They'll be in the website footer. They'll have things like that, and they'll have to go out on certain dates. So we work with them quite a lot. Oh, we work with Disabled Access a lot because they have their own section on the website. So we just have to make sure everything's clear for accessibility customers and they have special forms they have to fill out so they can get carer tickets and PA tickets. I think that's it. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) You never knew my job was like this, did you? Oh, it's given me lots of information I wasn't fully aware of. I know. So... I know your job takes you on site at a lot of festivals. So when you are on site, how do your responsibilities change? Um, So most of the time when I'm on site, it's my job to look after. A lot of the websites turn into live blogs. So what we'll do is, for example, instead of us having a news section on the website, we'll have a live blog and then we'll push it to the homepage. So it's the first thing that people see. How do I say this? Before I go on site, I have to plan which artists I'm going to cover. So I'll use a mixture of we have official photographers and we give them briefs of who we want them to photograph. So I'll mix in like say I'll see half the people they're going to photograph. So I'll have official photographs that I can use on the live blog. And then I'll do another half that they're not going to cover so that like, there's just something on the website about those artists. And I'll also use Google Analytics to find out who people are looking at on the website and who they want to read about. So I'll have planned all of that before I go onto site and I'll have a schedule to be like day one, see this band, this band, this band, and then write about them. But then when you're on site, you might get things through like from licensing and production who I also forgot. I also work with them quite a lot. Um, they might send through something like um, the M4, which is a big motorway up to the north. Their M4 has got roadworks on. We're diverting everyone into a new exit or a new, new bloody entrance, not exit. <laughs> We're diverting everyone. So then you'll have to put that like onto the live blog and say, follow the signs, don't follow your GPS. Um, we're diverting everyone, we'll get you there quicker. Did you call it a GPS for me? <laughs> because no one else will know if I say sat nav. True. <laughs> now I don't remember what the question was. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. So I have to put out a lot of... Um, sort of traffic messaging health and safety so last year it was really really hot at um wireless festival so we had to just keep saying there's free water refill points make sure you fill up stay hydrated go to the welfare tent if you don't feel well um because it's sort of it's our responsibility to get that messaging across we also push out things via the app um which technically isn't my job but i do also do So I also have people that um, I hire in to help on site at festivals just because there's so much to see, Um, especially at um, Latitude, like I mentioned before, because there's so much going on. It's not just music. It's like arts, activities. Um, They make podcasts there. 
they do loads of stuff um so they're like there's so much to see and do that it's just impossible for one person to do it so we get bloggers to come in to help usually I set up camp in the press tent and then they sort of tell me who they want to go see I'll tell them some people they need to see they go out come back write things I'll proof it and then I'll put it online I think that's sort of it nice so you mentioned Google Analytics the app um, obviously cameras are there any other software or hardware that you use um, daily in your job whether you're back in the office or on site um, that you know makes your job doable um most of our sites now use WordPress so yeah WordPress um some of the others use Drupal but we're sort of changing them over because they're so old and broken I use a little bit of Photoshop but that's basically just to resize images to use on the websites what else do I use I use Playbuzz for making quizzes and interactive content because uh, for festivals with a younger audience, that content works really well. Nice. So since we're coming up on to festival season right now, what projects are you working on? Announcements, 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 loads of announcements. Um, They take loads of prep to get ready for. Um, Well, actually, I guess depending on how many names we announce. Um, but for example, like if you're doing an announcement for Reading and Leeds, you could be announcing a hundred, 150 names in one go. So each one of those has to have an artist page, which we put image, bio, video, social links on all of that needs building. Um, I don't actually do those myself. I get the assistants to do that. (laughs) But I oversee that everything's been done and there's no mistakes. That takes time too because we have to use official sort of press packs that have been sent across um, from the artist's agents. And then if they don't have anything, we have to write one and then it gets sent back for approval. And then we might be announcing stage splits as well. So when I say that, I mean when we first announce something, we will just put names out. But then as it gets closer to the festival, we'll put which stage they're going to be appearing on. So we'll have to assign stages and days to each of the artists. So that's like 150 names, then add a day to them, then add a stage to them. Um, And then a week before the festival, we'll add in set times as well. So that has to be added on to every single artist who's going to play. And then in between all of that, we'll also be putting out normal content um, to try and get people to interact on the websites and then click through to buy tickets. So is the end goal usually get people to buy tickets? Yeah. The end goal is sell out the festival. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So I say at the moment, the main thing I work on is Reading and Leeds, which is the last weekend of August. So because we've still got quite a lot of time until the festival, at the moment, we're focusing on doing artist-led content. So it will be reaching out to artist managers and PRs and saying, you know, can we do this with you? Can we get filmed stuff with you? Can we get a phone interview, an email interview? Um, Can you record something for us that we can put out on socials? Stuff like that. And then when the weather starts getting a bit nicer, fingers crossed, 
um, we'll start doing festival based content. So it will be like start putting out sunny photos from last year to get people feeling excited and then maybe they'll buy tickets. Or for me, it will be things like doing quizzes related to the festivals because that's what they like. So last year, our best performing piece of content on the website was which useless festival essential are you? (laughs) So they'd answer stupid questions and then at the end, they'd find out whether it'll be like, you're a wonky tent peg or you're a packet of wet wipes. And then we'll write something and be like, buy tickets to the festival at the end. They love that. (laughs) And then it's, you know, it's in the artist's best interest to work with you guys on these sorts of projects because they too need the tickets to sell and the festival to sell out, right? So are they usually pretty willing to jump in a video or something? The artists that are lower down on the lineups will pretty much always do something. Mm -hmm. Headliners, not so much, basically just because they're getting paid out their ass anyway to perform. So that's what they do. And then who comes up with the ideas for these like videos or these quizzes? Is it is it all on you? Do you work with the team? So everyone pitches in ideas. Um, but at the end of the day, it's me who has sign off for what gets built. Um, but we try and have meetings together as a team. So that will include um, the digital assistants, um, the social media. I actually don't know the title. Social media producer um digital coordinator and we've got an apprentice helping us at the moment so we try and get together and think of ideas um but yeah it's me who has final say in what gets done and then um when it's up like are there like goals that you have to hit like what what would constitute a job well done we do weekly reports which we send to all of the like festival promoters and also the managing director who still like likes to see those every week so I'll sort of report on what I've pushed out that week and how well it's done sort of page views wise how long people have spent on the page Um, and then I also put in a track link at the bottom so I can say you know I pushed out this article and it made eight thousand pounds in ticket sales so I'll always be sort of tracking how much like revenue I've made from an article I guess I guess that's it also visibility as well so I work closely with the social media producer so if we do a piece of content and then it gets loads of reach on socials that will also be a good indicator that we should do more like it for sure um so if somebody listening wanted to become what you are what skills would you need what skills would they need patience um obviously spelling grammar skills like that um they need to um sort of keep their eyes and ears open and know what sort of trends are happening within the world they need to have a good understanding of different music genres um when I started I did not know anything about grime I didn't know how people spoke I didn't know what it meant if someone was woke now I can tell you um what else do they need any like technology skills or 
Um, I wouldn't say, well, hmm, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you need like basic Photoshop and you just need an understanding of how people use the internet and how you can make people's user journeys better. I also work with sort of, we have development companies, which I feed back to. So if there's something on the website that I don't like, say, I don't know, for example, a ticket sold out the other day and I changed it to sold out and it changed it so that instead of the background being yellow, it went completely white and it had a little tiny sold out and it wasn't clear. And I was like, <laughs> I don't like it. Can you change it so it matches all of the rest? I think, I don't know, you have to just be quite decisive. Because everything moves so fast. Yeah. Good organizational skills. Good communication because we work with so many different departments that, yeah, I also didn't tell you I work with newsletters as well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You've got everybody. Is there anyone left in the company we haven't mentioned? <laughs> no. I actually, part of my job is I proof newsletters before they go out as well. Well, I think I just went off on a tangent and started talking about <laughs> something else for sure. Um, so as a last question, do you see any big changes looming ahead that might affect your job or how you do it? Like new technology coming out or like changes in how we consume content online? Um, mobile. Mm. Whenever I look at my stats, um, like the majority of people access things on mobile. So making sure that everything is like really user-friendly on a mobile. Um, yeah, making sure that everything that we do on a desktop is responsive so that it looks good on smaller screens that everyone's using to access stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, it just like, it depends which festival because things things that we work on that have an older demographic, they still like long form written content. They don't like things to sort of change they know what they like and that's it but we can try a lot more things with younger audiences who love gifts interactive stuff they love voting on things they like telling us about themselves yeah so as they as they age up kind of things will have to change I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that sort of thing doesn't change as much on web. It would be more of a thing for socials where the channels they're using would change. Mm-hmm. But people are always going to find information on the website. It would just be how we display it that right. could potentially change in the future. Yeah. I guess. No, that makes sense. Because you are, first and foremost an information hub, these websites where you're going to find out, you know, times and dates and artists and where to buy tickets and everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I love that. (laughs) This has been the podcast. Find more episodes, read our blog or send feedback by visiting us on the web at www.thepubcast.org. Thank you.